to Clear Talk. Yes, we have a new set. What do you guys think? If you guys think this is cool, put a comment down below. Let us know what you think about this whole set. We got some things going on. I'm in a dark room. You guys see some light though. That's what you're seeing. We thought we should change it up as opposed to my desk. We should have a set for the Clear Talk show. So this is Clear Talk. You're watching Clear Talk, the number one show for entrepreneurs who need clarity. Welcome, I'm your host, Armin Chaffee, where I answer questions, clear, clear the fog in the mind of entrepreneurs who are trying to deal with adversities, leadership, hiring people, taking their ideas and putting it into reality. And so this show is about me helping you through my years of experience building my own business from scratch to around the world, helping you see how you can do the same thing. So I'm really excited. Today's going to be a good show. I mean... I'm standing. That's a whole nother energy. Usually I'm sitting and I'm going to explode in my chair, but now I'm standing. So that means I can do jumping jacks and like push-ups out of nowhere. It's going to be fun. So behind the set, by the way, we got the team. We got Upton. Say hey. Hey, what's up? We got Lauren. Say hey. Hey. She's going to be reading the questions out for me. And we got a new audience member and a part of the TM. We got Isaiah Mets. Say what's up. What's up? All right. So we are, uh, I'm ready to go. Any updates? Updates. Updates. People are still complaining about cold water in the gym. That's still happening, unfortunately. Um, what other updates? We got some. I mean, I had a great weekend. Oh, this past weekend, we did the first ever one-day course for youth called Think Bigger. Uh, and it was crazy. Um, it was incredible. I mean, some of the highlights I had from that, from that day was amazing. I had, I had someone stand up and say, I want to be you know, the next biggest actor. And they took it from that. To thinking bigger and saying, you know what, I'm going to own my own movie production theater company. I'm like, that's what I'm talking about. That's what it means to think bigger. You have to think bigger. And so you're like, but Armin, is everything about being big? No. Life is big itself. Just don't play small on it. That's all I'm saying. I was also training a company last night. And we were talking about the same concepts. Like, there are the three most important questions of your life is simple. What do you want? Why do you want it? And what's your plan? The problem is everyone's last W is why I don't have it yet. Here's why I don't have it yet. Turn that to what's your plan? What's the game plan? If you can do that, everything's easy. And if you don't know the answer to those questions, by the way, your, your life is going to be very miserable. It's going to be very hard to deal with it. You always feel like something's missing, even though you're happy. Or you're always not happy. So you got to work on the, that one, those two questions. What do you want? Why do you want it? What's your plan to get it? That's it. Some people are, are trying to figure out the plan before they know the what. No. We talked about this in the last episode. You gotta know what you want first and why you want it. That's the fuel to the car. Then you figure out, okay, well, how am I gonna get to that destination? That's it. So I was training a company last night. Again, we spent like two hours just on <laughs> like the smallest things you have to do every day, like thinking about your goal, doing something towards your goal. I had someone say, but Armin, you're telling me every day, like there's not one day I could just do something else and not think about what I want. I actually looked at the person, I'm like, wow. I'm seeing the problem in humanity. You, you, like it's normal for us to waste time. That's like a part of, no, that's leisure time. That's not leisure time. There's nothing fun about being mindless and, and pointless in what you're doing. There's nothing fun about that. You know what's more fun? Having something you're excited to work towards and you know you're gonna get it because you're working towards it. That's the funnest feeling in the world. But the problem is we don't think that. We're like, no, no, no. It's more fun to just sit down and play Xbox. Really? Challenge me on that. I'll sit in my office, you play Xbox and say who lasts longer. You play Xbox, see how long you last before you got to go to bed. I promise you I can go two days without sleeping. You might have to sleep eventually or go to the washroom. I'll get constipated not going to the washroom because I'm so excited working on my goal. So that's why we're on Clear Talk because we got to clear some things up. I mean, 
the way you think is going to completely determine your future. Because the way you think leads to how you act, how you behave, what you do, what you create in your life. So, I mean, I'm excited. Are you excited, Lauren? Yeah. No, it's going to be a good time. Okay, it's a good time. So right now we got Facebook Live, we got Instagram Live, we got camera recording, YouTube, um, and I'm excited. I mean, I want to kind of jump into the questions. I can't see from here if anyone is actually saying things on Facebook. I see comments. So if one of you would be cool enough, whether it's Isaiah um, or, yeah, you probably Isaiah, go on my Facebook and just open up the live, commute your computer, uh, and watch the comments. If you see things come up, like people saying things or questions, uh, you can, when you see it, stop and talking, you can stop for a moment and be like, hey, we got some comments, let's read it out loud. Is that cool? Thanks, bro. Uh, and you already know what you're doing. Yeah. Uh, and Upton is the, worry, he's the Gandalf behind all the wizardry with the, with the equipment. Okay, cool. Let's hop into the first question. All right. Working long hours daily seems like an outdated mindset. Shouldn't people focus on passive income? Say that again. Working long hours daily okay. seems like an outdated mindset. Shouldn't people focus on passive income? So like investments in real estate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think it's like, these are like two different questions put into one. It doesn't actually connect with each other. The first half of the question is a, a problem on its own. The second half of the question is just a solution to another problem of its own. Yeah. So, okay, if you're assuming that you're saying like, if someone just has a job working hard every day and saving some money, and they're not doing anything else with that, then that might be the problem. Yes, then passive income, like, I mean, passive income is the goal. I mean, here's how I'd answer this. If your goal is to create passive income, then the first half of the question doesn't matter. So if, you're, if your goal is passive income, then you should be learning about that, watching people who do that, doing things about it. That's different. Um, working long and hard, that's like, the question... I already told you, I gotta make a course on asking questions because the way you ask your questions alone is the problem. Um, whoever asked it, like, you know, thank you for asking. You gotta understand the way you ask your question just shows me if you're confused or clear about what you're even looking for. So it's okay, we gotta create context. Are you working hard in a job and not thinking of anything else? Then yes, that is outdated. You should be doing something with your time. I would just urge you, like, if you don't love, if you don't love your job, get out of it. You're like, no, but I need money. No, you need a life and you don't have a life and you're not happy at work. You don't need money more than a life. So you need to make a life. So you got to do something you like. Um, and you'll make money with that, by the way. There's a myth. You'll make more money uh, if you do something uh, that you love. That's like the myth is that you won't. You you will, 100%. Can you bring me up a little more so my head isn't cut off? I'm going to bring you up plus I have to flip the screen because you're not even looking at the comments here. So or else, yeah, that's much better. Okay. All right, you ready? Good. Are you good to go? Yeah, that's better. <laughs> is everything straight and lined? Yeah, everything? yeah, yeah. You're good now. Awesome. So, yeah. Um, but let's say you're working really hard every day on your business and you're saying, well, I'm not making passive income. Let me just talk about passive income quickly. I'm not an expert of passive income because I, I make money in a way where I love doing the work. So I don't, I don't like, I have passive income in my business. There's streams of it where I sell something that requires no more effort for me to deliver because like an online course is like this. So we do make online course sales. And when I make an online course sale, I don't have to do anything other than the small amount of effort that keeps to maintain the course and the students. That is passive income. Um, but you've got to work extremely hard to build that thing to make it passive income. Uh, if you're thinking about investments, like um, look up, like Grant Cardone's a great uh, example of this. If you want to look up, like he's, he's big into real estate and that's passive income. So if you look at, but it's, I mean, you got to work for it. Here's, here's what I'll say. I'll answer it in a different way. If you're like, if you're worried about like, oh, passive income, there's this whole trend. Like, I want to make passive income, make money while I sleep, all this stuff. 
the problem is not passive income being designer and passive income. The problem is the people that are asking for that and that are obsessed with it, they're, they're afraid of working. They're hoping that passive income will replace the hard work part. That's the real problem. Passive income comes to the person who also doesn't care about the work because they love it. Now they even value it more. Like you're making all this money and you don't have to work anymore, but you still work. The, pro the only problem I see is in the world today is that the people asking for passive income are trying to not do anything with their life. They're like, I just want enough money to do anything, like nothing. I just want to travel and look at things. What? Like, I understand. All of us, if you're deprived growing up of like luxuries in life, all of our first desires is to do the things that we never had a chance to do. Travel, see the world, you know, buy things we couldn't buy, experience experiences that we couldn't have. I get that, but eventually you gotta understand something about life. Life is not about this. There is a purpose to why you're existing. You must create it. And so having leisure and traveling, those people become depressed over time. They're, and if you do meet them, there's, I've met very, very few, like one out of the tens of thousands of people I've met in my lifetime, maybe like five of them I've met who have actually lived a long life of genuinely just having fun, never working hard, and they figured out something with passive income, and, I'll tell you something, they're super happy. Don't get me wrong, they're super happy. But what are they doing for the world? So if you want my personal perspective of this, what are they doing? Nothing. They're doing nothing for the world. Life has become very meaningless other than, oh, I just like to go with the flow and enjoy myself and see things. Okay, but what's the point of all that? What, for what? For what, who are you helping? No, I'm a positive people, person to people. I know, but, but see how Bill Gates who's curing diseases in countries where they can't afford it, I look at that as rich, not just rich, but super happy. Guy find a, found a way to do something with his time. He didn't just make all that money, and he made serious passive income. If there's anyone who invested passive income, uh, invented passive income or made it mainstream, it's the story of Bill Gates who walks in and closes a contract to get paid a royalty for every computer sold using his software. Literally became rich overnight because every computer in the world had to use some type of Microsoft, uh, what, what his contract was. He got paid literally fountains, not even fountains, floods of money, and he had to do nothing after that other than just build his company and use the money with it. I mean, the guy used, used his money for something. So, you know, whether I answer this question or not, I kind of did because the question is unclear, so the answer is unclear, right? But I, I, I'm going to sidestep it and just bring in a different topic on this question, which is if you're seeking passive income, like don't get fooled into all the passive income market, like hype trends. Oh, uh, if I just do this one thing, I'm going to make money while I sleep. There's only one way you make money while you sleep. Build a business or something that makes you money first because you learn the value of work. And then when you're sleeping and wake up, you actually don't care how much you made out while you were sleeping because the system is now making you money. I was actually teaching this um, I Think Bigger. Right in the beginning, I was saying that years ago, uh, a, a, an angel, I would say, was sent to me in my life, and this, and this man showed me the cash flow quadrant from Robert Kiyosaki. And at that time, I was 17 years old. I didn't know anything about money. He showed me this, and he said, look, there's only four ways to make money in the world. You can either be an employee and trade your time for money. You can either be a self-employed and trade your skills for money. But the problem with that side of the quadrant, which is the poor people side, is that you got to either, it's limited. You either have to trade your time all the time, or if you're sick, you can't work and make money as a self-employed person. So these people are always going to be poor. No matter how much they make, even if it's a lot of money to them, they can't make any more. 
He goes, but on the other side, the rich people's side, the rich way of making money, is you build a business, which means you make a system that makes you money, that doesn't need you to be there. Hence, McDonald's, Tim Hortons, any type of franchise, any type of online business, that is pretty much, I don't need to be there, I'm just making money because I built the thing once. Or, the, the, obviously, the, the highest form of making money is money making you money, which is investing. But people are trying to jump to the investing thing before they learn the value of the first thing, which is building a system that makes you money. Yes, can you go from employee, self-employed person, make a ton of money and invest it into investment and never have to build a business? Yes. That's like how the ordinary individual does make up money and saves up for the retirement. But what's the fun in that? I'm not saying everyone needs to be a business owner, but you got to learn how to build something that makes money for you. It doesn't have to be a business all the time, right? although it is a business if you build something that makes you money. But I'm saying on the right side of the quadrant, I got, I taught this, like, I got, I got taught this like, like several, several years ago, and it changed the way I thought to make money. I'm a, I want to make money by, by building something or putting my money in something. But I didn't get, I'm telling you, in the beginning, I'm like, oh, I just want to get to that place. That's why it took so long for me to mature and understand that's not how it works. There was so much I had to learn in the hard work part. But in something that matters. So if you're hard, if you're working hard in a job, you hate, yes, that's a waste of time. That's outdated. That's industrial thinking. But if you're working hard every day in your business, that's not. That doesn't. Kids' question doesn't relate to that. It's not relevant to it. That's good. I was literally in the washroom before I came to uh, to, to do the show, and I told myself, as I affirmed to myself, I uh, did an affirmation. I'm like, man, I'm successful because I work hard. And I thought. All, this, all the crap I used to learn in the past about like, oh, don't work hard, work smart, don't work hard. Work. Like you taught me the wrong thing. I thought if I work hard, it's a bad thing then. That means I'm stupid. I should be working smart. That's not what that means. They should they don't work stupid, work smart. That's different. But working hard is the universal, universal characteristic trait of success. You cannot avoid that part. There is no reality where you're getting something in life that's valuable and is sustainable without working hard. No, nothing. There's nothing in this world. There is nothing. I'm just trying to, like, if you had any hope or wish that it's, there's somewhere in the world where you can do something quickly and get something for nothing, I'm just trying to, like, save you some time. There is nothing in this world you can attain without hard work. Nothing. The only thing you can do is this. Love the hard work. It becomes fun. It doesn't mean it's easy, though. It just means it's fun. It just means it's fun. I was, I was uh, when I was uh, getting dressed at the gym today after my workout, I was thinking to myself, man, I'm working out. Like, I just spent three hours at the gym. I just worked out and I took a shower. Like, I'm, I'm taking my time. And then I'm going to record a show. And then after that, I'm, I have a ton of things scheduled. And then I'm working on the online business. I'm like, I'm, getting, I'm doing so much. And I thought for a second, I like went out of my head. And I thought, like, I wonder what all my friends and people that know me are thinking. Like, how is Armin doing all this? And then I had this moment. I'm like, wow. I used to believe that, because I remember a time when I would never spend this much time at a gym because I thought, wow, that's a waste of time. I would actually believe, I thought, I thought to myself, if I, I don't have three hours to go to the gym every day, I would rather spend that on my business because once I'm rich, I'll, then I'll go work out. That's how I used to think, stupid thinking, because now that I exercise, I have way more cognitive ability to work on my business. I think so much clearer. I, I work so much clearer. I have more energy. I have better ideas. And I thought about it. I'm like, what a stupid excuse I used to make. And then I realized I had a myth in my head, a lie. The lie was that people who have time to work out don't 
put the time into their business so they, they don't make a lot of money. So I'm thinking, I'm like, oh, it's only people who have lots of money that usually don't have like a fit body. I'm like, that's such BS. And then I thought about it, I'm like, oh, it's because they don't have the time to do it. No. In fact, the more successful you become, as a testament to your successful character traits and, your, and, your, and who you are, you can actually do more than other people. More, a lot more with your time. So I realized the fact that I can work out for three hours and still go to the business and run literally five different brands right now at the same time, simultaneously, and they're all symbiotic towards one company I'm building. I'm like, there are some people who are like, oh, I'm too busy. I have my job and my side hustle. What? I spend more time on this one business of mine than most people do at a full-time job. But I still go three hours into, work, uh, into the gym and I work on my future, my, my health. And I still build several other brands at the same time that relate to this one. It's not because of me. I have people. But because I learned how to systematize my time, I can delegate that properly. I know clearly what I want and I know how to get everyone to come into harmony with me to do it. If you're looking at thinking grow rich, this is the principle of the mastermind. But you must first do it with yourself. So it's just, it blows my mind. Like it was just hitting me. I used to think I can't work out and do all this stuff and have the luxury of having health and fitness and build my business really big. I realized that's the dumbest thing. It's probably the poorest thing I thought. And that's the biggest change I had since my depression in December is that I got serious about my health. And it changed the way I disciplined my mind. My mental discipline was, is out of this world now. And so my business benefits from that. I hope that gave some value to some people. Yeah. The more successful you become, and that just means the more you're able to get what you want in life without violating people's rights, uh, the more you realize you're actually way more productive, you get more done, and the, more, the less time you should have, actually. Not wasting time, but the less time you actually don't have because it's being used. And when I was working with this company yesterday, I had lots of people saying, but what about the off time? I'm like, there is no extra time. If you're living your life properly, there should be no extra time. There's no such thing. There's no such thing as extra time. Every second of your life should be purposeful, used. They say, but Armin, don't you ever not work? I go, yeah. I, I decided to watch a movie two days ago. At night, I spent three hours watching Braveheart, first of all. One of the greatest movies in all time. I cried my eyes out at the end. I, I already watched it, but I rewatched it. Like, it like awakened something inside of me, just watching it, just watching. It was just so good. William Wallace just doing what he did. And then I realized something, by the way. This is total side note, but this is like super leadership training right here. I realized the greatest leaders in history were born in the midst of suffering, never from the midst of success, ever. That leadership is only developed when they're going through something traumatic. Literally fell in love with his wife, has a baby with her, next day she dies. Gets murdered and almost raped. Wow. And then he starts an entire revolution. And he would have won the revolution and stayed alive if internally the people weren't corrupted and traded him in. I just, I can't believe, I just, and the last dying word he had, the, the person killing him, they're doing the, the suicide, not the suicide, they're doing the, you know, the, cutting his head off in front of the, the whole uh, England. And uh, they're like, say mercy and we will cut, kill you faster. You don't, we won't torture you. And, he, and, and then he says, the prisoner, 
the, the savage is about to say something. Everyone pay attention. And in his last dying breath, even though he just got tortured, hanged a bit, I don't even know what they did to his down part. So they went down there with a knife and Jesus' eyes were just like, I don't know what they did. Right at the end, he goes, literally, he takes his last dying breath and says, freedom, not mercy. And that's a man who died standing instead of living on his knees. Incredible. Anyways, touched my heart. Point is, I did watch that movie three hours. It's not a waste of time. I earned that. And I watched, by the way, to learn things from it. And I enjoyed every second of it. I said, and I told the company yesterday, I was with them. I said, there's, you know, there's nothing peaceful or leisure or fun about playing Xbox while you're stressed about something you're not attending to. That's not fun. Don't get it twisted. Make sure you're, 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 everything's on track. Goals are being worked towards. Now when you go out and do that one thing with friends or whatever it is, it's fun because you're at peace. You're happy. You earned it. Problem is, because of instant gratification as humans, we try to get the reward before we work. We're like, give me the muscle, then I'll go work out. What? Give me the fire, then I'll put the wood in. What? Stop. Anyways. What's the next question? How do you work the line between hard work and patience? Those are two different things. What do you mean? How do you work the so, line between? Yeah, like, oh, working hard and patient, or what's the difference? Yeah, like consistency and playing the waiting game. Oh, I see. That's the same thing, though. Say the question one more time. Yeah. How do you work the line between hard work? Patience is, is trusting that you know you'll get what you want. It's like faith. Patience is actually another way to just say, I have faith, I'm going to get what I want. It's going to happen. So, so patience is, the, is necessary to the hard work. You can't have one without the other. It's not a fine line. It's the same thing, right? It's like, it's, a, it's like the brothers or sisters. If you're working hard, you must also be patient. I think in the first ever episode, I remember the first episode was special. Remember, Upton? We were talking about nature. Someone's like, um, what, what should I work on? My long-term goals or my short-term or something like that? And I'm like, what? No, how do you deal with, the, the question was, how do you deal with it with when, you, when you work really hard but you don't get the results fast enough? I got angry, you know? I'm like, tell me one part, part of life or existence or nature where something happens quickly when it's not supposed to. Nothing. Everything in this time, in this world, in this life takes time. The best things take time. If you want to plant a, a pumpkin seed, it takes three months to grow the pumpkin. You want to plant an oak tree, an oak seed, it takes a hundred years to grow that thing. So the bigger the goal, the longer it takes. You must be realistic when you set your goal about how long you want it to take. Um, Tony Robbins says this, and I agree with it. Now I actually understand it too. I used to hear it, but now I understand it. He goes, people underestimate what they can do in 10 years, but they overestimate what they can do in one year, all the time. Yeah, that's true. I, like, I, that's how I was before, until I had this mental breakdown in December, and it humbled me, and I kind of learned more, and I slowed down. I'm like, what am I in a rush for? I mean, like, long, life is long. People are like, oh no, I'm getting old. I'm like, dude, you're 29, relax. What do you mean old? You know what's old? 80, 80's old. But now you're in a whole new like Gandalf phase of your life. You know, Gandalf saves the show like 24-7 in Lord of the Rings. Doesn't he? He's old. Everything's white on his face. He's that old. But he's also one of the most powerful characters in the movie. So when you grow old, you also get wisdom in exchange for the youthfulness. That's a good thing. But until you're like 70, 80, you're not old. I mean, if that's the case, Grant Cardone's 61. What is he, 60? 61. 61! 
That guy still look. He's still operating like a 30-year-old. Fit, successful, happy, like doing more than anyone else can dream of. 61. Look, if you're if you're stressing at 29, you'll be a, a walking corpse by 61. <laughs> Wouldn't you? Like, these guys are crushing their goals at 60. Tony just turned 60. Tony Robbins just turned 60. Gary Vee is what, 44, 43 now? Warren Buffett's like 89. Guy's still consulting the biggest companies in the world. What are you complaining about? Life is long. It's long. It's going to stop stressing about stupid things. But it's the same. You need patience in life. It's a part of wisdom. Like when you do something, you're like, I know it's going to take time. So I'm good. There's no rush. But I'm going to work as hard as possible, as fast as possible, as much as I can. Because it's just, I'll get it faster. But faster could be like year, a year knocked off from 10. Not tomorrow. And genuinely, if you're a student of Thinking Grow Rich, when you start to understand the power of your mind, your imagination, and you, and you visualize what you want as long as and you work at the same time, like the more you do, the faster you actually start bringing the things to you that you need to get it done. So, I mean, it's really up to you, but patience and hard work, absolutely hand in hand. You can't have one without the other. You can't be patient, but never work hard. Then you're just lazy. Like you're not doing anything. We also can't work really hard and not be patient. Because now you're stressed and you'll quit quickly. You'll quit quickly. Oh, I said that right. Wow. Running back. No, it's not running back. She sells, she sells that thing. <laughs> you'll quit quickly because um, you're not getting it fast enough. But like that's like going on the first date with a girl or a guy and saying, oh, um, so do you want to get married now? Or because I don't even, we haven't even had the appetizer yet. Relax. Let me go on dates. Let me see if we like each other. <laughs> you know, I even encourage like, people moving in with each other for like, a period of time, like 10 days, 15 days, maybe one month only before they even decide to get married or move or moving in together permanently. Try things out, like relax. Relax. If it's meant to be, it's, it's going to happen, right? So it's okay. It's going to happen because you make it happen, but as long as you're taking action towards it and you're relaxed knowing it's going to happen and something better might come, that's fine. So yeah, that's, that's my answer. Next question. In your opinion, what's better, blogging or blogging? My opinion, I could just tell you my preference. Um, I like vlogging. I just think the world's moved towards like more of an interactive, like it's an interactive trend now. Um, the form of com communication is like strong and I wanna see you talking. Like this right here is really prominent in the world. But I won't be too quick to say that, this is my personal preference, but I won't be too quick to say the world is there because we are quickly seeing that written word is becoming super popularized again. You got like videos need captions, but they also want to see the person. Well, videos need captions because people like to read. Um, and, and, and there's like GIFs now with words, like, and it's like quick seconds. So people like to read things now or big, you know, like little paragraphs and a picture. So, I mean, we're going back to that. But if we're going to like daily uh, content, vlogging or blogging, to me personally, I think vlogging. I just prefer vlogging because I can watch it faster. It's more interactive. There's multiple senses that I'm learning with as opposed to just reading and trying to create it. Here's the problem, eh? There used to be a time when kids and adults had a strong imagination muscle. So like in the 1900s, it was really normal for everyone to read. And they used their brain to imagine what they're reading. I realized when I was in high school, I remember once uh, someone asked me if I read 
the book of the movie I saw. <laughs> Funny story. I, I love Lord of the Rings. When I was like eight, nine years old, my mom and I would watch it all the time together. And one time I'm in, I'm in the library, I'm like in grade five. And someone's like, hey, have you read the trilogy of Lord of the Rings? I'm like, what? What do you mean the red? I can't, it's a, it's a movie. They go, no, it's a book that they made a movie from. I'm like, no, it's, it's a movie that they probably made a book from. See, I was so uneducated in this. I had no idea that that's how it worked. So they go into the library. They show me these three massive books <laughs> of Lord of the Rings. And as I'm, I'm like, who has time to read that? I, like, I was so intimidating. I grabbed it. I'm like, and they said, and they, they like really tortured me. Or they're like, and in the movie, uh, in the book, there are things that's not in the movie. I'm like, why you got to do that? I'm not going to read the book. Now I just know there's things I don't know about Lord of the Rings, and I love it. Right? So I remember I watched it, and I realized, when I look back now, why was I so intimidated by reading? Why, and this person was like, it was a friend of mine. He's like, oh, when you read it, I love reading so much more than movies. I'm like, that was so odd to me. I'm like, movies are so engaging. You sit there and watch them. You're seeing everything. How can a book be more engaging? And I realized something. He had an imaginative muscle I did not develop as a kid. So there used to be a time when people would read. And they can imagine everything. And that's the time when, like, I think, truly, when geniuses were born. There's a reason why, like, Henry Ford, Thomas Edison, the Wright brothers, they all, like, were in the eras of the 1800s. Their brains were more used back then. Today, our brains are more numbed. Like, we shut off the brain from using it, and we just look at things like robots. So, I mean, that's why vlogging is more popular. People like to watch things. But honestly, if I were to choose which one's better for us, Blog, uh, blogging, because then at least you're reading again, and you can imagine what the writer is saying, which is more important. So probably now just having pictures in the in the in the blogs, I like to show things. That'd be good. But that's yeah, that's my uh, that's my answer to that. What do you prefer? Hold on, before we move on to the next thing, Isaiah, you on the uh, Facebook Live? We have to think. I am. I am. We got we got comments. We got questions. What's going on? Who's on? So I've been uh, messaging them. So uh, we got Terry. Uh, we got comments? We got comments? Uh, no, other than just like the lives keep on going awesome. out uh, on Insta, so I fixed that. Beautiful. And then just Terry says, hi. Hi there, Armin. What's Terry, up, Terry? F. Mal. Malchuk. Okay, cool. Yeah. What's up, Terry? Instagram? We on Instagram? Oh, we're horizontal on Instagram. Yeah. On Instagram, we got Nathan Natuski. Uh, Natushk. You don't have to say their names. Trust me. Yeah, we got we got we got everyone on uh, on Instagram. Someone said on Instagram that she wants to be an artist who wants to make people's hearts sing. That's so beautiful. I really think you'll do it. It sounds if you can put it in that way, that's beautiful. Uh, Make sure you learn everything about the art that you're an artist in, and uh, you study the most successful artists, see how they are, and start emulating them. You can totally make that happen. And also trust yourself, right? When you close your eyes and you think about how you want to make your heart sing, whatever that means to you, create a plan on paper for it, even if it's a bad plan. Um, no work. Really proud of you. That's good. Okay, cool. What's the next question? What do you prefer? 10 to 30 second short videos on one small topic or longer shows like yours? Me personally? Um, I like longer shows. I like longer things because I get to learn. But I also am I'm aware that you need to spend time to watch them. So I'm, I'm a huge watcher of like 30 to 60 minute videos on YouTube. If I'm, if I'm curious about a subject, I want to learn that. Um, I don't think short videos teach you, 
can't teach you as much as a longer video, but that doesn't mean that only long videos have more education because in three minutes someone can get a point across to me that in one hour someone can't. My point is my preference is specifically longer things because I like to study things, I like to watch things. Um, I found like, for example, I watched a three hour lecture of, um, uh, of quantum physics from a cellular biologist, I forgot his name, he's skipping my mind right now, uh, Bruce Lipton. So I found a lecture, his three hour lecture on quantum physics, explaining how our perception in life controls our entire biology, which controls our life. So that was interesting to me, and I watched that thing twice, and I made notes on it, and I pretty much could teach the entire lecture, because I studied it. So I can't get that from short videos. Um, as an entrepreneur, there's a place for both. Like, I would, I would spend at least, if you're starting out in a, in a business or in an idea, I would spend at least one to two hours a day just consuming new information that's relevant to what you're doing. Um, that's where I would watch the 30 to 45 to one hour to one and a half hour videos. Um, where I would watch the shorter videos is, um, how long did you say, 30 to 60 seconds? 10 to 30 seconds. 10 to 30 seconds? Well, that's just like entertaining. Yeah, it does. 10 to 30 seconds means you're distracted. What, what could you possibly get in 10 to 30 seconds? It's like on Instagram, you know, on the info page? Yeah. Yeah. And they're like 10 seconds. If you're on that page, you got time. You're wasting You shouldn't have time to go on that page. The moment you start seeing your thumb do this, just know you're not working on your purpose. There's no way this is productive time. No way. I'm a professional. This, trust me. I used to waste time a lot. This, this... This right here just means you're doing nothing. You're not retaining anything like this. Whether it's pictures, videos, I don't care, you're like, but Armin, it's the power of positivity page. That makes no difference. You're still, this is a waste of time right here. Okay? If you can't set your phone down to watch it, it's a waste of time. That's obviously just my opinion, but I'll tell you something. When I started my business, I, I lacked a lot. Like, I, I was not intelligent in business at all. Um, I was like the opposite personality of someone who would have to build a big business. I was the opposite, like the traits in my personality were super opposite to what I am today. And if I had those traits today, I would not be able to build this business. So I had to rewire like everything about what I knew. The way I did that is I would watch YouTube videos on the things that I want to learn from at every given moment throughout the day. So in the beginning, all I did was learn. Like I would eat food for 45 minutes because I'm watching a 45 minute video. I would never eat a lunch, dinner, or breakfast without watching a video, and it was either, inter like here's some good ideas for you guys, interviews with top CEOs in industries. I used to love watching interviews with Bill Gates, Mark Zuckerberg, Jeff Bezos, um, uh, Brian Chesky, um, Reed, um, something Reed, he's the CEO of Netflix. I used to love watching uh, these interviews because you get to see how they think. And then like, they, it, makes your th it makes you think so much bigger. Like you're sitting there with your you know, 15, 20, 25, 35-year-old life, and like these guys, are the kind of things they're talking about, you're like, I'm like a raisin at the side of this situation. Like this is like so small to, I'm so small to it. And so you're like, I got to get bigger. So I used to watch interviews or like speeches, like talks, uh, but not like motivational. Uh, those, those are not educational. Those are just motivating. So I would watch like lectures, like, uh, like keynotes, uh, speakers teaching something. Um, or I would watch people teaching something in a video. Like there's like valuetainment. This guy's incredible. Valuetainment's page is filled with him in front of a whiteboard teaching you so many useful things. So I would spend a lot of time learning about educating myself. Uh, this is called self-education, right? I choose the education I want to learn, I learn it. 
and I learn everything about business, everything about ideas, entrepreneurship, success, mindset, everything. I watch interviews with celebrities. Uh, Will Smith, I loved, I watched all of Will Smith's interviews. One of my favorite things he said on one of them, I loved, he said, he goes, when I wake up, like, I know if I don't do what I do today, someone's life won't be better. Like, what kind of determination is that? I didn't even know that's possible to think this way. But he goes, he knows, he's like, I know when I wake up and I do what I do, someone's life is better because of it. And that's what gets me going. And he, by the way, Will Smith as well, totally endorses what I was talking about. He says, the reason why I'm here today, um, I want to be a a symbol. I don't want to be an icon. I want to be a symbol of possibilities. Um, Showing people that like, like you can't outwork me. I have sickening work ethic. And people are watching that, right? Like if that intimidates you, that's a problem. That should get you excited. Because that means if you have sickening work ethic like him, and that's negatively framed, but you know what he means. Like he's just really hardworking. That means you could have as much as he has for your own life. And I remember he said, he's like, like, if I was on a treadmill and someone else was on a treadmill next to me, like either he's getting off first or I'm dying walking on the treadmill. That's a little, uh, that's not extreme at all. I remember watching that and I started to take like pride in my level of work ethic. I'm like, if this is how like successful achievers in their field think like, then I'm on track. And so back then I just learned a lot and I would fill my mind with incredible useful information that can keep me going throughout the day. I would never, like, I never wasted time at that time doing stupid things. Is it hard to go on YouTube and start scrolling and then like by accident fall up? Yes, but like discipline yourself. Um, I watch, I have so much information in my head from, and it's all useful, specialized information of like entrepreneurship. That's, it's not, a, it's not a, like a surprise that I'm like this today. To me, like, and I'm not even started yet. Like five years from now, I'll look back today and be like, I was like, I knew nothing. But I look back five years from now, I'm like, yeah, I knew nothing then. So I would totally, I would totally start educating myself um, in that in that sort. What was the question that I got to this? Um, what do you prefer, 10 to 30 seconds short oh, yes. videos on one small topic? Yeah, so so you know, in the car, um, I was always listening to an audiobook. Like, I still do. Either that or superhero music. Because that's just like you know, I get to visualize what I want. The Avengers theme song. Okay, what's the next question? How do I pick up the momentum in my business? I'm starting to feel stagnant. Yes, you need to know what you want. If you're starting to, if your momentum is not up, it's because you lost sight of what you want. And I go, but Armin, I know what I want. I know what I want. I say, good. Then you just don't. You just don't know why you want it. That's it. You're not attached to what you want to. You have no motivation anymore. You're like, why am I doing all this for? So momentum starts to go down. I was just there, right? But now there's a special situation where you might know what you want, you might, and you also might know why you want it, like why it's important to get it, but you still, momentum's slow, you're slow, everything's slow. There's only one thing. There has to be something in your mind bothering you. Uh, and thinking grow rich in the courses we teach uh, with the president, we talk about something called mental chemistry. If your mental chemistry is messed up, then it's hard to stay motivated, know what you want, work towards it every day. It's really hard. Um, and so there's three things that mess up your mental chemistry. Um, if you have a bad financial situation, if it's bothering you that you like owe money or you're not making money and it's, it's like stressing you out, it's very hard to keep going and keep your momentum up. It's very hard. 
Second is if you have a bad love relationship. If, like if you have a breakup, for example, that would definitely take you out. If you genuinely love the person a lot, it'll take you out. If you're not like mentally disciplined, I mean, it's different for everyone, but generally, it, it stresses the mind. Mental chemistry is all messed up. So it's hard to focus and keep going. Um, and the third one is uh, constant criticism. If you're in, a, in an environment with friends or family or a workplace where you're constantly like criticized, ridiculed, or bullied, then it's very difficult to keep you know, your momentum up. Like if you're working on your business and you go home and you fight with your family, that's going to kill your momentum inside mentally. Um, I'm going to add a fourth one, even though it's not in Thinking Your Rich, but I'm just going to add a bonus one. If your health is messed up. Uh, that's an obvious one, though. I just feel like Napoleon implied it when he said it. But if your health is messed up, it's really hard. Like if you can't go to the washroom, if you're constipated, if your digestive system is messed up, if your heart is hurting, if you're sick or tired all the time, it's really hard to get momentum up. Hence the reason why it's so important to exercise and eat well. Um, like if you want to get rich, I mean, it's like just give up unhealthy eating and uh, laziness and exercise. I mean, you're like, but Armin, no. I don't care what you say. I actually don't care what anyone says about this subject because I feel like it's a black and white truth. Even if the person is super rich and unhealthy, that person has no peace of mind. They don't. They don't. Internally, they know they're tired than they should be. They know they're eating out of. They have no discipline towards what they have to eat. It's like out of their control. I don't care what. I don't care what anyone says about this. This is a black and white. I know they'll be a much happier person if they look in the mirror and they're like, "Look, I'm a fit person. I feel great. I look great. I am great." It's like it's like the test of like, are you serious about what you want? Can you still get things in life without? Health and exercise, yes, but you don't end up anywhere good. At the end of all of it, you need to hire someone, pay all the money you made to, to get that health back. So um, those are the three things that mess you up. So if your momentum is low right now, you got to ask yourself this. What do I want? If you know the answer to what do I want, very specifically, very clearly, you know it's clear, not complicated. If you can't, here's, the, here's the key, ready? If you can't tell me what you want in one sentence, you don't know. Same way if I tell you what do you mean of something you're trying to explain to me and you can't explain it in a few sentences, you actually don't understand it yourself. If it takes you more words to explain something, that means you know less about it. If you can say something to me clearly within a few sentences, you really understand it. Because that's called communication. So if you, if you, if, if you don't know what you want, know what you want. And then you got to know why you want it. So if you already know what you want but you still feel like momentum is slow, you got to go back to why you want it. Sit down. Jim Rohn said very nicely. He goes, uh, Mr. Uh, uh, Mr. Shof, his mentor, uh, he looked at Mr. Shof at 25. He was broke. He said, uh, Jim told Mr. Shof, he goes, sir, I don't understand. I'm 25. I'm this. I'm work hard working. I, I live in a great country. But, uh, you know, I just, uh, I have no motivation. I'm, I'm not getting anywhere in life. And uh, Mr. Shof says, what do you want? He goes, you know, obviously I want to be financially sound. He goes, okay, why? And Jim's like, well, uh, and Mr. Shof said, that's exactly the problem. Mr. Rohn, you don't have enough reasons. If you had enough reasons, you'd figure it out and get the result. But if you don't have enough reasons to why something should happen or change, it doesn't happen. So you got to go back to the why and sit down. It's a really good exercise. Start writing to yourself all the reasons why. Um, I'll share something. The way I got... <laughs> I actually didn't share this in the first episode, or in the second episode where I shared my story about my depression. Um, the thing that, so I'm gonna be super personal with everyone right now. The thing that triggered me to start the change, that gave me the, the last push of reason to change my entire situation, figure out how to get myself out of this mental fog I was in, was a girl. I was on vacation, okay? I was on vacation with my family. 
And I'm having fun. I'm doing my thing. But remember, at the time, I was going through a depression. I was just distracting myself, just like anyone else would. If they feel like crap inside, they're going to do things outside to make sure they're busy so they don't have to face it. So I'm just doing my thing. I'm hanging out. I met some people there. They're really cool people. And, uh, and I like this girl there. And we kind of had a connection. And out of nowhere, the connection stopped. And I started getting super insecure. Now imagine, I'm dealing with like all the other stuff in my life in shambles where I'm uncertain about everything in myself. And, and at that time, I had gained like 15 pounds of fat because I was eating so much out. I was totally undisciplined in my eating. So I was like, you know, I was like insecure if I took my shirt off. But I was like, no, it's okay. Because I'm like mental, my, my Armin Shafi self, right? My, my reborn number is like, it's okay. I don't care what anyone thinks. My teacher herself. But on the other side, I'm like, damn, I don't look that good, man. <laughs> He's like, you know, I'm like, but I'm, you know, I'm getting weight. I'm getting weight. So I'm like trying to be authentic about it, but I'm like, don't care what anyone thinks. But I'm like, you know what? I don't care what anyone thinks. I care what I think. And I don't think I, you know, it's, I'm in a physically fit place. So I was insecure. And even though like everything seemed fine, but inside I was getting ripped apart. And the girl probably didn't even know what she did. It's the funniest thing. She was just a trigger. Um, because I was like trying to connect again. She, uh, no, resisting me. I'm like, what? Why? So one day, <laughs> being honest with you guys, God bless the women. For men, like great motivators is love, uh, the emotion of sex, love, romance, and women. Um, you know, that's, if that's what you're into and opposite way around if you're into other things. So I remember I was like three days into, the, uh, into like her resisting me. I was so confused. I had no reason. There was no reason... Like, she even connected with me the first day I met her. So, like, it was all good. Next day, it's like, no, it's like everything changed. So, I'm getting up. I'm so pissed. I grab my journal. I sit on the, on the balcony of, the, of the, uh, the room. And outside, it's beautiful, right? It's like sunny, palm trees, everything. But I feel like crap. It was the weirdest thing ever. I'm like, this is like paradise. And inside, it's like, uh, uh, right? So, I'm sitting there with my journal. I start writing. That's why journaling is so important. I start writing. I'm like, man, I, I'm so pissed about this girl doing this. So look what happened. I already had, I was already fed up with so much other things in my life. And that moment, because I was procrastinating on things, I gained weight, I was uncertain, I was indecisive, I didn't know what to do, it was just bad. But she was like the last straw. She was the last straw. And I'm sitting there, I started writing myself. I'm like, I'm so pissed, met this girl, she's super cute, didn't want to talk to me after the first date, and I'm like, what the hell? And I'm like writing about it. I'm like, you know what, and I hate that I'm feeling so insecure about this. And I start writing to myself now. I'm like, I hate that I feel so insecure about this. It's not who I am. Why am I? And I'm writing this. I'm like, I don't understand why I feel, why this feels so bad. I'm so angry. And I'm like, you know what? She's making me realize that there are a few things in my life that I really don't like right now. Because if I had fixed these things, some, one random girl would not be able to get to me like this. I wouldn't let them get to me like this. Because I know I was letting them get to me, even though they probably don't even know what they're doing. So I started writing. I'm like, these are the three things I need to fix. And I said, I want to go back and fix my business. Because right now, I don't like the fact that money isn't coming into my business because I've been procrastinating because I started becoming indecisive about something. I mean, I don't like the fact that I know right now like, I'm paying more money's going out than coming in. I don't like that. So I wrote down, I'm like, when I go back, I'm fixing my business. I don't care how hard it is. I don't care how bad it feels. I don't even give a crap. I don't even, I don't even care if it's the right or wrong thing to do, whether it feels like I should be doing that or not. I was on the verge of going, like closing my company down. Because I thought, this is not meant to be anymore. Maybe all this is happening to put me on a different track. So I was, you know, think about everything. And I wrote this down, I'm, like, I'm going to fix my business no matter what, because I'm not a type of person that leaves something unfinished. So if I committed to building this business, I'm going to at least finish the things I started before I decide this is not the right business anymore. And I didn't know if it was anymore. The second thing I wrote down, I'm, like, I'm going to lose all this weight. I'm going to get fit, so fit, 
the type of dream body I've dreamed of, dreamed of as a kid. I've always wanted to have a superhero body. I'm like, when I see superheroes in movies, it gets me so excited. I want to have that kind of like, you know, like the Aquaman body or the Captain America body or, you know, the Thor body. I'm like, I want that body. I don't care anymore. I'm going to, like, when I, I was so angry. And I, I forgot about the girl. I'm like journaling. I forgot. She was like on page one. I was like on page three. It didn't even matter anymore. Because I was so pissed about the things that I can control that I wasn't doing anything about. I couldn't control if this person liked me or not, but I can control how I was feeling about myself. And so I sat there. I'm like, when I go back, no BS, no nothing. I don't care what it is. I'm going to get a personal trainer. I'm going to work five times a week. I'm going to do whatever it takes. I wrote that down. I'm like, I'm going to build. I'm going to get the dream body I've always wanted in my life. And the third thing I wrote down, and this is where I'm like, I need to get better on my social game. Because I realized I was still insecure around like, other women. I'm like, yo, this is weird, but it makes sense because I was in a long-term relationship before this. I never spent time going and talking to people. So I didn't build that social skill. Even though I'm on stages, I'm doing events, I'm meeting people all the time, that's different. It's in my, in my territory. When I go outside with friends, I realize I'm still that little boy that's 17 in high school. And that was until she, if she didn't do this, God bless her, honestly, thank you. If you're watching this, thank you. If she didn't do that, I would not, I wouldn't have faced that truth. I still got a lot to learn. That's where I came to it. I realized I'm like, I don't know anything. I've been building this business for three years. It's remarkably successful. And then it, I let it fall apart in a few months at the end of it all last year. I'm like, but that just means I know nothing. So I got to start again and learn everything that I need to learn. So these three things became my targets. Like the goal was to rebuild my life again. But the three things I had to get done were like my tasks. Build my business, fix my business, build it back up go and uh, lose this weight and start getting my body back into shape. And third, this was the one, I'm like, I'm going to become a master at social gaming. Meaning like going out and always being the life of the party, being able to make friends with anyone, especially girls that I think are attractive that, that intimidate me. I'm like, I want to feel no fear. So I'm like, I'm going to learn about this. I don't know where to start. I don't care. Some of you are watching this like, Armin, seriously, you like, come on. I, I get this. Sometimes people are like, you have that problem? Yeah, it doesn't matter. Have you not gone out to like, I mean, now that I've gone out with friends a handful of times to practice this and, and get better at it, I realized there's a lot of really attractive people, the really rich people, uh, and like all these guys that you would think are like so confident, so insecure, extremely insecure. And I realized it has nothing to do with it. Then you see the guy who looks like the ordinary guy, but he's rocking the party. Because it has nothing to do with how you look, how you sound, what you have, it has everything to do with your level of confidence inside. And my level of confidence was not that great because my life wasn't great at the time. Hence, like I said, if you're playing Xbox and you're all the crap in your life you hate, that's not fun. I was on vacation and I had a miserable time. So I wrote this down, I'm gonna become a master. I'm gonna master my social, my social life and have an exhilarating social life so when I go anywhere, I'm the life of the party and I can make any person fall in love with me with one conversation or a look. This one. <laughs> so I started there, I got angry. I just wrote about, I'm like, I'm going to do this. And then suddenly, I felt so empowered. The momentum inside of me, oh my God, it was like through the roof. Decisions bring you power. It's one line right there. Decisions bring you power instantly. Instantly. When you make up your mind that you're going to do something or stop doing something, I can't tell you how quickly, instantly, the emotional charge in your body turns on. As soon as I closed my journal, 
I totally did really good. I'm glad she did that. Like, I needed that last push. I was getting comfortable with being miserable. Like, I needed that last push. And I'm so happy. So then I went back and I had the rest of my time. I read a lot more. And I got focused on what I'm going to do when I come back. Since I came back, guys, the end of December, I, I'm, I'm being real with you guys. In the last two months, it's March 2nd right now. So two months ago was February 2nd, January 2nd. January 2nd was, I think, the day that I, like, fixed my business. We launched our online program, and it was, like, unfinished almost. So I still launched it. It bred money back into the business. I felt, oh, my God. I feel good again. So it's just the problem is we weren't making money. That's the problem that made me doubt everything about the business. Some of you have great ideas, great businesses, great things going for you, but just because of the temporary situation, you're making permanent decisions. You got to finish what you started before you make a choice. I love this one. If you're in a relationship that you don't like, make sure you're a 10 out of 10 to them first before you decide they're not yours. It's their fault, not yours. So that's what I do in my business. I'm like, let me go the extra mile. Let me do everything possible I can. And guess what? I fixed it. It not only fixed, we made way more money than I can even imagine in the last two months alone. But not only that, my, my fitness is incredibly different. My trainer looked at me the other day and said, the body you built in two months takes two years for other people. I'm like, he's like, what's your secret? And I told him and he laughed. I'm like, I listen to superhero music and I envision the type of body I want the entire time as I'm working out. So all the cells in my body, they're moving really quickly because they know where Armin wants to go. So my muscles are probably growing way more rapidly than most people's muscles because when they're working out, they're mindless. They're somewhere else. I'm focused on the muscle and what I'm doing and I know what I want specifically. I'm visualizing it crystally how I want my body to look. And every time I look back, I'm like, whoa, it's grown so much more again. This is the most physically fit I've ever been in my life. I'm saying this to show you that two months ago, I was in the worst physical shape in my life. Only two months. Some people are like, this takes too long. That, to me, that's not even patience. I got it really quickly. And I'm, and I'm making sure, I'm like, I just started. This is just the beginning. Business is booming. I feel the most fit and healthy and alive I've ever felt in my life because I, I actually don't eat any carbs throughout the week. This has been going on for months. Some people are like, really? I literally eat salad and vegetables with protein. That's it. I never thought that was possible. I'm a Persian. Everything we eat comes with some type of grain. It's possible. When your why and your what is big enough and clear enough, everything is easy. And then the social game, I literally, just like the other day, I, my friends are going out. They're going to go out. And I actually didn't go. I'm like, man, I, I already feel like I can walk into any party and not have fun. I practiced it, I proved to myself I can do it, I learned a lot, I learned a lot about it, I put myself in line, did the things that were scary that most guys would think is scary, and uh, I built it, I have no insecurities around it anymore. And I feel so good, and I'm like, I'm helping other guys now that are insecure about it. So my point is to everyone watching, like if momentum is low, just remember this, if you don't know what or why, it's gonna be very hard to bring momentum back up. But if you do know those things and it's still bugging you, like me two months ago, you probably, your mental chemistry is probably messed up. So fix, that should be your goal, not to make money anymore. It should be to fix what's going on in your life that's making you mentally foggy. Where are we at? What time is it? It's 1258, 59. I hope everyone got some value out of that. I just shared some personal stuff that I would never share. I've never shared with anyone publicly. It's going to be funny if the girl, girl's watching because she has me on Facebook. <laughs> but, like, I'm, I'm cool. Like, I love, I learn from everything, right? Just that's the point. Like you guys gotta get clear. Like that's the whole point of clear talk. You gotta get clear.
like it's it's easy to get what you want out of life when you know what that is and you know why and you know the plan i didn't even know the plan i just started with anything i could start with like that's it what's the next question let me see based on the question if i can answer it in a few last minutes i how can i work for you who asked that <laughs> uh you can, if you want to work with our team, uh, you can email us at info at EliteSpeakersAcademy.com. Um, or just find me on Facebook. Send me a message. Um, I got two people right now on the team that uh, just recently started working with us, so um, both Lauren and Isaiah. And uh, I'm in. Like I'm looking for all-stars. People that are all-stars that don't even know they're all-stars, because I can see it if I meet Um but I'm super, super, as you guys know now, super selective with who steps on the inside of this of this uh, organization, because I'd rather have three like superhero Avengers than have 300 people that aren't really totally committed and have their own issues and don't want to fix it. So, yeah, if you want to work with me, um, info at elitespeakersacademy.com, and uh, you can uh, email us. I don't look at resumes. I look at your face when you're talking, so uh, if you're serious, we can meet. I'll feel your energy. I don't care what you've done. Even if you've done nothing in your life, but I can see fire in you, to me that matters more. We got a comment, and yeah. also <clears throat> I asked the audience if they have any questions as well. Uh, Terry has a question. Uh, the comment is from Lim Tianyi. Uh, he says, oh. yeah, he's watching. He says, nice setup. Um, and Terry... Hey, Sydney, all the way from Asia, by the way, huge up and coming. He's pretty much the number one expert, at least that I know, teaching business owners and entrepreneurs how to start their own apps and make money with it. Huge shout out to TNE. Uh, I haven't seen you for years, man. 2017. Man, I can't wait to see you again. I'll be back in Asia this year. Uh, I'll let you know when I'm back in Singapore so we can meet up. Uh, so the question is this. You already answered this first one uh, yeah. in the other episode. It was about to, your your morning routine. Yeah, yeah. So what is your morning routine to get you started for the day? I already answered this. Yes, in another episode you did. But yeah, uh, Terry. Was it episode six or five? I believe it was episode five. Um, uh, Terry, is it Terry who asked? Yeah. Terry, great question. I want you to go to my Facebook real quick and uh, or my YouTube and um, – Look for episode six or five in the description of the Facebook Live. It actually shows the things I talked about. Find the one you're, you're asking because I actually already answered this very thoroughly. It took me like 10 minutes. Um, and then watch it there. Skip to that part. I think it's in order to. Uh, and then, then that way you can get what you asked for and also we can make sure we respect everyone's time right now. So The second question is, yeah. do you have a technique you use to put yourself into state right at the moment because people expect you to be the, uh, in the game on mode? Yeah, yeah. Like before speaking engagements. Yeah. Was that who is this? This is Terry. Terry as well. Terry. Here's the secret. Oh, let me end it with this. You know that scene? If you've never watched Avengers, I hope you have. There's a scene in the Avengers where everyone in the Avengers game beat up by this army from space. It's in LA. It's the second one. And then this massive like ship. It's like this big dinosaur. It's like huge ship is coming in the middle of the street approaching them and Bruce Banner who's Hulk shows up on a little moped and everyone stops like this guy's just literally rolling up in the middle of a war a battle between aliens and us and totally calm he's like hey guys what I miss and Captain America looks at him and says Bruce 
we can use a little bit of angry right now because he's Hulk, right? Hulk's like greatest creator, you know, he's the most powerful. And, and Iron Man's like, Hulk's here? Okay, great, I'm bringing the party to you. He turns the street and this massive, gigantic, like, ah, is coming towards them now. And Bruce looks at it, looks at Captain America, and he goes, all right. And he starts, what, Bruce Banner, he's like, not Hulk yet. He's just walking towards the ship. And uh, Cap uh, Captain America, Steve Rogers, he goes, Bruce, now is a great time to get angry. And he goes, oh, I'm getting chills as I say. He literally looks back at Steve, he goes, that's the secret. Captain, I'm always angry. And he turns around like into Hulk and literally smashes the thing in one punch, whole ship literally stops and it drops. The most epic scene I've ever seen in my life in superhero movies. And that was a moment where I realized like all he mad, the whole movie, everyone's asking, how did you not, how did you control your anger to not become Hulk? And he says in that moment, the secret is I'm always angry, but I'm controlling it. So here's my answer to you. Say, like, what do you have a technique to put yourself in state? Before you get on stage, people need to expect you to be something. Here's my secret, Terry. I'm always in state. Always. It's never a time I'm not. That's my answer. Thank you for watching episode seven of the Clear Talk Show, where we ended off with the most epic superhero scene ever, and the greatest answer to the greatest question ever asked. Um, this is the number one show for entrepreneurs who need clarity. Watching Clear Talk, watching Clear Talk. If you're an entrepreneur who has an idea that wants to turn it into a real thing, or you have a business and you want to grow the thing and make sure you're happy as you do it as well, this is the show for you. And if you're aspiring to be an entrepreneur, this is also the show for you. We answer your questions. I'm going to be launching the website soon where you can ask Armin anything, and I'll be able to help you out with that. So this is Clear Talk, episode number seven. I'm your host, Armin Chaffee. I'm so excited that I get to serve you. This is the new setup. I'll see you again next week, every Monday, 12 p.m. Eastern time. I'll be seeing you live on Facebook or on Instagram, or you can catch the replays or the recorded edited versions of the episodes on YouTube at Clear Talk with Armin Chaffee. You can find me there as well. Or where are we else at? Where, where else are we on? We're also on uh, IGTV. We're, we're on IGTV. We are on YouTube. YouTube we are on Spotify, Spotify Anchor. Anchor, uh, Apple iTunes soon, uh, Google Play soon. You'll find us anywhere. Spotify right now. You can watch as well. Uh, I'm Listen Chaffee. while you're driving. Listen while you're driving. This is Clear Talk. I hope you make the rest of your day. The best of you.